Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks, the podcast that brings you the fun and funny of wrestling. I am your host, Scott Narver, and with me is the man who is the podcaster of Strong Style, Sharif Nasser. Well, hello there. Hello. Hi. I don't know why I did a voice there. (laughs) You're in good spirits right now. I'm 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 very excited. What can I say? Your guy's going for the WWE Championship. He sure is. The most prestigious championship underneath the Universal Championship. Absolutely. The number two belt... But number one in our hearts. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes. So yes, SummerSlam's right around the corner. We got all this. If you if you haven't planned out your party yet, if you don't know what you're gonna do, get your Uber Snasser mm-hmm. ready to go so that way you can get your snacks so you don't have to get up. This is a six hour event. Yes. Remember, what is it? Eats dash Uber Snasser. That's Eats dash Uber Snasser. This is the perfect time to use it. If you've considered it at all at any point, and you're like, oh, I, I want to get more food. I want whatever it is. Use use the Uber Eats with Uber Snasser. Yeah, just do it. Or if you need a ride to someone who's hosting a SummerSlam party, you can use the promo code Uber Snasser. It, it, it's a little easier. There's one less word in there if you're just taking a ride. This is great. This works out perfectly. Yeah. You, you help out uh, Sharif and you help yourself. Yeah. Get a little something. Yeah. You, you know, you want to do a little drinking during the summer, summer, during the summer fest. And I love milkshakes. Yeah. You want to, you want to drink all those milkshakes, but you don't want, you don't want to drive with a, with a brain freeze. That no. That's dangerous. It's very dangerous. I'm already doing enough stuff on the road. That's already dangerous. Yeah. I don't need a brain freeze on top of that. Right. I'm playing WWE Supercard. There's a new tier. Oh. SummerSlam 17 tier. A SummerSlam 17 tier. Yeah. I've already got, are you ready for this? I'm. Are you ready for I'm, the I'm, cards that I have? I'm sitting down. Okay, the cards that I currently have are Jeff Hardy. Ooh. And Jason Jordan. Whoa! I'm racking up the J's. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, if they, you just, what what other J's do you need before you have them all? Uh, geez, uh, well, man, I'm totally blanking on J's right now. I mean, there's Jeff Jarrett, if they do a throwback oh, card, that will never happen. With the light up J's? Yes. Uh, yeah, I could get a, who else? Jesse from Jesse and Festus. Ooh, yes, Jesse and Festus. He'd be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Johnny Gargano. Oh, good pull, good pull, Johnny Gargano. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A Jinder Mahal. Oh, gotta get a Jinder Mahal. How could we forget Jinder Mahal with the championship? Right, that's gotta be a valuable card. It's it should be right. If if the, only there was a way to sell or trade cards, I'd be I'd be rich. There, there's no black market. Oh. No. <sighs> I wish there was. I guess the only thing maybe you could do is sell your account, but that would even still be tricky. I'm not. I think you'd have to give away. Like, you make fake Facebook accounts and stuff like that mm-hmm. that you tie it to, and then you sell it. That, that's when you officially have a problem if you're going to that length. Yeah. Just WWE create a black market for this. We'll all thank you later. I've never been a part of a game like that though, where you have the where you're involved in a game where you can rack up so much. Uh, so many rare goods and materials that mm-hmm. you can then sell them for actual money. Have you ever played a game like that? Uh, not. I mean, I, I played a little bit of World of Warcraft. Yeah, just a little bit, just a little dab, yeah. just a little taste. I was able a to town get of Warcraft, a little, a little, a little, like a little, a little snort of War, Warcraft, if you will, a little village of Warcraft. Yeah, exactly. A little uh, outlet, mm-hmm. a little a hamlet, a B and B of Warcraft. Ooh, I like that. An Airbnb of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. If you want to get this hipstery, um, so yeah, I played a little bit. But yeah, didn't collect any major things. Like I think I did Magic the Gathering for a hot second. I yeah. know I had one card that was maybe worth like twenty bucks. What'd you do with it? I don't know, somewhere in my hometown so house. So it's still 
in your possession. Yes. Technically. I, I still have it in my possession. Next time I go to Michigan, I can get it. Do, do, you, do you play Magic the Gathering? No. No, God, no. No? No. No. You, you wouldn't do anything that's uncool. No, no. I love wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. What is the most <laughs> valuable wrestling item you think you own? Not not from like a, well, this shirt means a great deal to me. Right. Like, what is, what would you think if you saw like on eBay or something? It's like, this has to be worth a chunk of change. I mean, I think, I mean, the only thing I would have is my signed Shinsuke print that I got from the uh, the NXT collector's edition of uh, WWE 2K17. Okay, I nothing think, from the past? No, no, like, program from a show? No. Like, I, I never went to shows when I was a kid, for some reason. Your family's terrible. Oh, here's, here's, the, here's the crazy thing. When my dad immigrated into this country, he was living in New York, he would go to Madison Square Garden once a month to watch wrestling. He loved it. Yeah. When he moved to Michigan and became a doctor, when there were local wrestling shows, he would be the actual ring doctor. Like the legit. Your dad was a legit wrestling ring doctor? Yeah. Like he he met the Junkyard Dog. Like that was his favorite wrestler and he met him once. No way. Yeah. And like, you know, it's not like a kayfabe thing. It was like if someone actually got hurt. My dad would then look and see what's going on with okay. them. Okay. So, yeah, he loved I mean, I remember watching wrestling with him when I was a kid, the, the Saturday morning show, but we just mm-hmm. never went to an event. But he would professionally. Yeah. When he first moved into the moved to the country, he would. So you weren't born yet? No, not yet. So how, what was the, what was the uh, difference in years between when he first came to New York and then coming to Michigan and having the job as a ring doctor? Like when were you then born after all of that? I so when he was in New York, I wasn't born. Okay, and um, he was what roughly like in his twenties? Oh no, his he teens? Was, yeah, no, he would have been a little later. Like he was like he had a re- so it's a whole situation. So I think my parents got married in like seventy eight. Okay, and then my dad moved out to America in seventy nine by himself to like get things settled in, like play the build, field. You know what? He's he's got he's allowed to sow his oats. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have some step brothers and sisters, or half brothers and sisters. Um, no, it's so, like he, he came out here to make sure everything was you know like set and prepared so he could bring out my mom. Sure, she came in eighty one, and then they moved to Michigan around eighty two when he was doing his residency. Um, I was born in 83, so the ring doctor bit, I think, happened just after I was born. Okay. Either right before or right after the stuff when like he would go to New York to Madison Square Garden and watch. That happened when he was like out here by himself, and maybe like he had another brother or sister who was also out here. That's incredible. Yeah, so like we like I, I come from a family that was like always like we would always get the pay-per-views. Like my yeah. like, my parents, you know, they wouldn't really watch it, but they like they understood it and they're like, fine, we'll get you the we'll get you whatever WCW. We watched a lot of WCW pay per views, and you didn't go to those shows either. No, man, it, would they buy you stuff like from the catalogs or anything like that? You're like, oh, I want this or these figures or this playset. I think I'm like gonna get a couple. Like I had a couple of random toys. I never had the, the 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 like the pillow buddy things, and I always wanted one of those. Sure. Um, yeah, the only mer- like I had an NWO shirt that wasn't like. Uh, printed by WCW, it was printed by some local T-shirt <laughs> maker. Uh-huh. But I'm like, hey, still NWO, too sweet, full life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure if like I dig through my things, I could find something that has value, but nothing that rings to mind. Wow. I think next time I go to Michigan, I'm going to dig through like all my toys and see what I have. Yeah, there's got to be something. One of those LJN figures, maybe. Mm-hmm. Some, just something. Isn't like there's like I know there is it like not Papa Shango the. Uh, whom I'm blanking on him, big guy, like 
Kamala. Kamala, yes. Because like, you're rubbing your belly. Yes, exactly. That's, so, that's the universal sign for Kamala. We all know it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everyone at like everyone home like heard this and like, oh, yeah, he's, he's referencing Kamala. He's, he's wearing a shirt that has some some print on it, so it's making a. Because I don't have any of that. Like it, I got this is mostly just it's nothing. It's just yeah. cloth. You're, 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 if you rub if you rubbed up, see, I have a it's, lot of print on my shirt. But no, like, well, I don't know how to define that as like what is that on the shirt that gives it that. Like, is it right? I mean, it's so I, I'm wearing so for just for I'm wearing my typical strong style t shirt, mm-hmm. the black and red with the Japanese uh character, and it's a strong style, so that's what I'm rubbing. It says right. American dick sucker, exactly and the Japanese character that says that. We don't know what they say. That would be so awesome if it did. It so, could, it very well could. Like, I hope anyone who ever goes to, like, a tattoo shop is like, oh, give me that cool symbol. I mean, what does it mean? They're like, oh, yeah, it means peace. It actually means American dick sucker. <laughs> that, that's my dream in life. A bunch of people with American dick sucker tactics. Well, you've seen those shirts before, right? Like, you've seen those, um, the you know, oh, look at foreigners wearing shirts that mean this. But the only ones that I understand are the ones with American writing on it that are worn in Japan or China or something like that. And, it, and it's, like, little kids wearing, like, Gotta got too many bitches and you know, right? I, gotta get my dick wet and you know stuff like that. Gotta throw out that D and that A. Mm-hmm. That, and they're just like smiling. It's like I have a shirt with fun characters on it. Right. It's not all just T-shirts of uh, teams that lost in their championship game. It's also some very vulgar stuff out there. Yeah. Next yeah. time you th- see a third worlder wearing a suck my dick shirt, hey, give him a little, just a little nod and a little high five. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Smack. Smack. So yes, we've got SummerSlam. We got SummerSlam. Are you going to be watching live? I will be watching live. I'm. Are you going to tweet? I'm. Maybe I'll do a little tweeting. Yeah, that's always a good way to garner up some followers. You do the correct hashtags. You know, you look up in the left hand corner what Mm. WWE tells you to hashtag it as. So, so you think I should just like follow? Like, I shouldn't be rogue and do my own hashtags. You can, but then when people are looking for that and they go, you know, oh, I was expecting something else. Like, the SummerSlam sucks dick. Hashtag SummerSlam. They're not going to use that. Yeah. I mean, there might be some people that look for SummerSlam sucks dick. I'm sure there's... I mean, it's Rule 34, right? Rule 34. Everything's got porn. Everything's got porn. There's a SummerSlam porn out there. SummerSlam and titties. I'm sure there are. I'm sure Zeus and Miss Elizabeth have some very <laughs> horrific illustrations out there. Um, but okay. Let's start up. Yes. Are you watching with a group? Are you watching by yourself? You got a date? What's happening? I, I will be watching with a few friends. Okay. Uh, a small group. Of, so I think some of those people you know. Craig, Loyals. Yep. Uh, Craig, Ty, Mike. These were guys at uh, Phil's bachelor party. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we'll Craig be, will be listening to the show because he doesn't have his eyes open ever. No. <laughs> Ooh, hot burn. Yeah. Hot burn. I don't understand why he has Gilbert Gottfried eyes, but okay. Yeah, for those who don't know, and Craig will kill me for this, but screw it. He looks like the kid from Jerry Maguire. <laughs> yeah, but grown up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. He hates it when people say that. That's fair, though. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. I really hope Craig listens to this now. Um, yeah, so we'll be Craig, watching. Craig, did you know bees smell fear? Yeah. Did you know that the human head weighs 10 pounds? 
These are all true. Yep. These are all true. You taught us that. Um, yeah, I'll be watching with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also, we also have the fantasy football draft that's happening at 6.30, so towards the Boo. end. I know. I'm really, I'm kind of upset that this person's like, oh, we'll do it. Fantasy football draft right in the middle of SummerSlam. And even if like they're not professional wrestling fans, it's also happening during the middle of the airing of Game of Thrones. Oh man! Yeah, so this is a major day. Oh yeah, and and here's the here's the best part. So someone dropped out of this league, and the commissioner is like, "Hey, we just lost our twelfth member, so we're down to eleven. Uh, if we can't find a twelfth, I'll drop down so you guys can have 10. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a minute. You you scheduled this at a very inconvenient time for all of us, and now you want to back out? Poor form. Poor form. Why does it have to be then? What's the point? Right. I mean, like you you want an even number in this thing, so. But why can't it just happen any old time? Why can't why can't I I don't know. White privilege. I don't know. Uh-huh. It's not in the pamphlet that I received. Right. Oh I, one of these days I'll get that pamphlet. Um it'll be sent to me by by accident. Uh yeah, I, I have no idea why it's at this time. It, it makes Here's no your sense. pamphlet, Sheriff. All right. <laughs> Thanks. I get to say what to minorities? Um <laughs> Yeah, so during probably during the Shinsuke match, I will be drafting a football team. And it's That's not like a standard draft where I can just like take someone, watch for a bit. Oh, I get the pick again. It's an auction auction draft. So for those who aren't familiar with auction drafts, it's like someone nominates a player and then everyone bids on them. Yes, it's basically slavery. And <laughs> so you have to focus the entire time. Look, I'm a fan of slavery, but can't that hold off at another point when you're not watching SummerSlam? I absolutely agree. It's not slavery slam. No. That no. went out in the days of Crockett. Yeah, right? Oh, oh man. And then you got Game of Thrones on, on, on top of that? Yep, right afterwards. People are nuts for that show. Oh, I'm, I'm one of them. I love that show. Everybody's nuts. My girlfriend's nuts for that show. Everybody's nuts for that show. I, I don't watch it. Oh, my God. I've seen like two episodes. We, we just lost half half our listeners. They're fine. They watch it. I don't need to watch it. Yeah, but like what? Like when they tweet to something like, oh, wasn't that awesome when that happened? You're like, I don't, I don't know. They try and tweet me good things about Enzo Amore. I don't believe in that. Well, no one should believe in that. No. Everyone finally sees the dark side of Enzo Amore that I've seen the entire time, and I tried to tell you all. You really did. I mean, there was a while where I, even I was fooled. I'm like, this Enzo guy, he's he's good. He's got the chops. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's terrible. <laughs> he, he's, he's kind of awful. Well, okay, so yes. what is the match other than the WWE Championship match yes. between Shinsuke and Jinder Mahal that you're looking forward to the most? I have the entire card here if you need to refresh or of any matches, let me know. Yeah, I'm trying to... Th- Otherwise, if you can see it. Yeah, we're, we're going to... Oh, what? There. there we go. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Yeah, he's perusing right now as we're as we're recording. He's looking at... And yep, okay. Yeah, he's taking a look here. He's keeping it... I mean, United States Championship AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens. That should be a lot of fun. With Shane McMahon as a special guest referee. Here comes the money. Mm-hmm. Money mm-hmm. talks. Uh, that I think that that should be a good match. I'm sure there's going to be some shenanigans that happen. Yeah, but is that your most anticipated outside of the Shinsuke match? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to that Universal Championship. Okay, I I have no idea what to expect in that match. Uh, so I'd, I'd probably go Shinsuke number one, AJ number two, uh, Universal three, and then basically everything else falls in all 78 other matches. 
Just fall on the line. Okay. And, and uh, what, 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 are, what are your top three most anticipated mass? Randy Orton versus Rusev. Randy Orton versus Rusev. Randy Orton versus Rusev. Why did I even have to ask? Oh, no, that's nobody's. Not even Randy Orton's kids. No. Uh, you know, I'd say in no particular order, the Universal Championship match. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, I go Naomi versus Natalia. Interesting choice. And... It's a toss-up between two other ones, but I'd say... Scroll up a little bit. That's where the Shinsuke match is. Yep, right, right there. There's I'd say it's John Cena versus Baron Corbin also. Oh, a dagger to thy heart. Why? Uh, oh, because it's not Shinsuke? Right. Because he's not going to win. I know. I, I, I was... like the chase, but I also it's it's gender right now. Like, gender, I still want to enjoy gender or, or be adamantly hating him. Mm-hmm. Like, I want something. But I'm not feeling strongly about gender in either way. Like, gender is right now like a uh, an NES classic video game generic bad guy. Yes. There's just nothing going on. It's just so plain. Mm-hmm. And that's what's bumming me out is like, all right, I get it. Like, you can do the generic shtick, but like, we need something now. Yeah. It's got, you got to have something more for yourself. You got to be a little more than the brown JBL. Yeah. That's what that's what I'm hoping for. But then you have Shinsuke, who I think really could do some wonderful things for the, the show. And then that then basically my like if I was booking it, I have Shinsuke hold it all the way till WrestleMania. You have AJ win the Royal Rumble, and that's how you get those two finally in the ring together. To open up WrestleMania. Pre-show. Absolutely. <laughs> WWE Championship. On the NXT TakeOver the night before. Yeah, get that shit out of the way. Yeah. To get all the 400-pounders fighting for the Universal title. Braun Strowman, The Big Show, Big Cass, Samoa Joe. Big E. Uh, Big John Studd. Nia Jax. And the other ones. <laughs> big. Heavy uh, Machinery. It's going to be a great show. I know the, the default joke is always like, oh, my God, it's six hours and it's four hours for this and all that. But it's one of those shows where the the only bummer part that I really see about it is so many of these matches mean so much mm-hmm. that um, you don't have any throwaway matches. Like, I miss the days of old with, like, there's a WrestleMania where Owen Hart fights Skinner. <laughs> And it didn't have to be anything huge. It was just a match. Like, there had to be matches where it's like, hey, do you need to go to the bathroom? Yeah. Or do you, do you want to watch something kind of silly for a little bit? Like, not everything is of this grand magnitude match. And SummerSlam is becoming that way, too, where it's like everything is so huge and so epic that when one of these is a DQ or one of these is a uh, a double countout, because it's like, look, not everything can have the good guy winning the championship, that it's like, oh, they really, they really screwed up on this one. Yeah, what are you guys doing? Canceling my network subscription. Fuck you guys. Shield should have won the titles. What the fuck? Yeah, I want my nine ninety nine back. Yeah, you're you're right. It, it shouldn't be like a. Uh, it, it, it needs to be more like a roller coaster. Ups and downs. You mm-hmm. have your thrilling moments, and then your your lulls to relax you before the next loop de loop. Yeah, it can't just all be the. The just going up the roller coaster and then the ride ends. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're you're right. It's it's a really solid car. There's a there's a lot of matches that I, I am looking forward to. Uh, I could definitely see being fatigued after six hours of watching all these matches plus a draft, and then I have Game of Thrones right afterwards, and then and then there's ballers. 
which is like the palate cleanser to to, to, to wash away everything. So you got WWE and HBO mm-hmm. just owning your Sunday. They, they really do. And then I have Rick and Morty at eleven thirty. Okay, but that's fair. But that's Rick and Morty can have the six hours. Oh, if they if they, they wanted only to do, take a half an hour, and that's not enough. It's it really isn't. That show is too freaking good. So which match? Are you not looking forward to at all? Which is the match where you're like, I may just leave the room. I may I may go for a walk. Uh, or is there such a match? Obviously, it's not Randy Orton versus Rusev. No way. Obviously, Bite your tongue. Obviously, it's not that one. Um, see, now we're down. Wait, am I reading? So, I'm trying to read this right. The Okay, there we go. Now, I was, I was a little confused because the, you had the, the New Day match was above the Randy Orton-Rusev match. And the New Day match is on the kickoff. So for a hot second, I'm like, wait, is the, the Orton-Rusev match also on the kickoff? The list, according to WWE.com, is in no particular order except for when you get to the championship matches up top. So yeah. it's, I don't know. Like, the kickoff matches are listed in between. It's not necessarily... This is the order of the show. Yeah. I, I will say the Finn Balor Bray Wyatt's The Demon Finn Balor. I mean, it's gonna take twenty minutes for him to get down to the ring. <laughs> True. And then then Bray Wyatt's gonna do his thing. We're getting more projections in the ring. You think so? Yeah. I hope someone hijacks. We only had it. it once. I know, but it's SummerSlam. If you're gonna do it again, you do it now. You think so? So I'd- what what will be projected onto the ring? A penis. A penis? Just one penis. It won't be like all the worms where it's like several penises like slopping over each other. I think it'll be one penis, but sl- like photoshopped to slop o- over itself. Will it be a penis that we recognize like a Seth Rollins? It could be Seth Rollins, but I was thinking Enzo Amore's as more punishment for him. Is that punishment to project your penis on top of the ring where it's what is it? 20 by f- what's the ring? Oh yeah, it's twenty it's, by thirty. What? 20, yeah, it's the size of a fucking ring. Like that would be that's great advertisement right there. Right. I mean, like it'll it'll make it look larger, but people still understand scale. So if it's if it's a tiny little thing, do they? It's, it's bigger than the wrestlers. It's <laughs> bigger than the demon Bray and Bray Wyatt. <laughs> oh my god! I would love that if it's like, oh, we're gonna get you. We're gonna project your dick onto the ring. Like, oh no! Please don't, don't do that. <laughs> Did you did he just say you love Enzo Mori's penis? Because he kind of did. No, I would say if they did that to me. Okay, okay. I just wanted if you they to did clarify. That to me. I just wanted to make sure people at home didn't get confused that you were turning around on Enzo, which which you no one should. No, that's the he's, thing. Is what awful. I'm saying is if they project Enzo's dick onto the ring mat, no one's gonna know because mm-hmm. it's gonna they're gonna go. Is there a gnat on the ring? Like what happened? Yeah. I don't see anything. I just see white. Yeah. from the projector. And just like a little speck of dirt that's there. People go to. I think we, I think we have a dead pixel in the TV. Yeah, and yeah. I see stink lines like on Pigpen from Peanuts. <laughs> like that's all. That's all I'm aware of. Is there something I should be aware of? I'm sure. En- like Enzo does have one smelly ass stick. Yeah, I'm sure it smells like ass, and it's a, it's an ass stick. Hashtag smelly ass stick. Mm-hmm. Um, use use that hashtag during SummerSlam when Enzo Mori's raised into the cage. I'm not looking forward to that match, and no. I'm not looking forward to Randy Orton versus Rusev. Yeah, I'm definitely not looking forward to either of those matches. Um, I would say Orton yeah. versus Rusev could surprise me, though. I think it has the the capability of being pretty good and something interesting happening. 
I'm just not looking forward to that one. I, I think, you know, Rusev is always one who can surprise you and just throw out a really entertaining match. Mm-hmm. He is a tremendous seller. Like, his facial expressions are great. He's funny. He's, he's really funny. I love him to death. He hasn't been able to be funny in this yet, except for the initial challenge where he just goes off on him in Bulgarian. Mm-hmm. But that was it. Like, I want more Rusev being Rusev to Randy. Absolutely. And if we get that, then I think that match can uh, surprise us. But if it's just a standard Randy Orton slow paced thing, yeah, who knows? But I don't know. I think we're I think we're in for a good night of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, there's the NXT show the night before, which I will not be watching. You have turned your back on NXT. I kind of have. I it's just have. because one man has left. It's true. As soon as Ty Dillinger left, I had no reason to ever watch it again. No, I mean, like I, I loved NXT for Shinsuke. That's like what got me into it. And now he's got on on SmackDown, and SmackDown is the one show I always make sure to watch. But the NXT card just doesn't excite me the way it used to. If Shinsuke Nakamura was a full-time roster member of Main Event, mm-hmm. would you be watching Main Event? Yes. Okay, so it has nothing to do... You weren't a fan of NXT necessarily. I so maybe this is the thing because when like I was started to watch NXT like when Shinsuke was getting there, I would call myself an NXT fan. Like I would be the one telling all my friends you need to watch NXT, and I would watch every Wednesday. I would watch every Takeover, get as much news as I can, and like watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Which I, I like even like SmackDown and Raw. Like I'll fast forward through parts, but any NXT show, I'm watching that whole thing. Okay, and I was loving like I, the D- team DIY. Mm-hmm. Loved what they were doing. Loved what was going on with the women down there. Bobby Roode came in. Ty Dillinger I was a huge fan of. No Way Jose I, I enjoyed. the Still, the, the NXT show that was in Los Angeles last year, mm-hmm. which we both were at. We we didn't know we were there until the end when we bumped right, into each right, other. Right. That was I, I still consider that my favorite live event that I've ever been to. Well, that's because your parents deprived you of so many. So many. That any... The most recent event you go to every time is just like, this is the best one. Oh my god. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I don't know. It's just... If yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura was on Ring of Honor, would you watch Ring of Honor? On I would Lucha absolutely Base? watch Ring of Honor. If Shinsuke Nakamura was on Lucha Underground, would you watch Lucha Underground? I would watch Lucha Underground. If Shinsuke Nakamura was on Global Force Wrestling, would you watch Global Force Wrestling? I don't think I'd get that channel, but I, I would probably up my subscription for it. Okay. So he has a lot of sway with you. He really does. I, I'm wearing the same strong style shirt that I've worn to like 60% of our recordings. I am a Shinsuke Mark. I'm an unapologetic Shinsuke Nakamura, Mark. There's nothing wrong with that. No. But I say fan. Say what? I say you're a fan. A fan? Ooh. Yeah, why are you a Mark? Well, because, you know, that's... You're not, ins- you're not that's a fool. The, that's the insider lingo. Yeah, but that's... It's uh, it's degrading. Like, people have a problem with uh, saying jobbers nowadays mm-hmm. for some fucking reason. I don't understand why. When it's like the job... The, the expression is, you're going to do a job, which means you lose. Mm-hmm. You are a jobber. So that makes sense. But a mark was Carney speak for like, there's a mark. There's a dumb person we can fool and take their money. Yeah. You're a fan. You're fully aware of what's going on. Okay. And you're going like, yeah, no, here, here's my money because I'm choosing to give it to you. Yeah. I'm, I'm pumped now. I'm not a mark. No. My name's not Mark. No. No. Sharif. Yeah. And I'm a fan of Shinsuke Nakamura. Darn right you are. A super fan, I dare say. Ooh, yes. I should get his card. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. No, I, I, I... And it's been a while since I, I have a wrestler that I was just like, oh, this this in, this much into. Like, who... Do you currently have one that you're just like, oh, my God, I have to watch everything they do? Luke Harper. Luke Harper, that's your guy. Where, where's he been? I don't fucking know. I, I don't know. But I, I, I don't fault them a great deal because I know, hey, it's got to... You, you got to ebb and flow. The spotlight goes on and it goes off. So something's going to happen with that guy. Yeah. He's too good. He's a big man and he can move and he looks like a hillbilly. Vince yeah. McMahon loves him. Absolutely. There's no way he doesn't love he's him. He's decent on the mic. Mm-hmm. He's He can tell a story in the ring. He's he's fantastic. I, I I'm here, Here's my hot take. Mm-hmm. I think he should have been in the Bray Wyatt position. Oh, that he's the guy? I think he's. I think he is the better of the two. I think he is too. It's the only thing he's he just doesn't have the promos that Bray has. No, very few do. I think he's still I think that character's untapped, the mm-hmm. crazy one. Um but who knows, maybe he's still the guy along with uh Eric Rowan that trashed Fandango's and uh, Tyler Breeze's office. It is. We, we the last clue we got was 2B. Uh yes, that's correct. Yes. Written out to in the letter B. Yes. I, I'm fascinated by that. Two. That's the only thing I'm upset about that's not on the card. That it's, it's, they're not advertising a uh, Brizongo segment. They're not. And at the end of the last one, it said we have to wait two weeks. First, it said like 25 years. Yes. And then it said two weeks. So. Yeah. I never thought I'd be upset to hear that. What? Brizongo's not going to be on for two weeks? Damn it. They are killing it. I know we've talked about this before, but those are so funny. Yeah. They're, wish, they're owning it. They are. I wish we were that funny. Man. Damn, this just took a dark turn. Why? Oh. Why? I try, man. I try. Um, he, he's crying, ladies and gentlemen. There's tears. Uh, you know, but there there is something that I... That's big news. Everybody's talking about it. Absolutely. It's crazy. I know. Money in the bank. Oh, my God. Cash in. Oh. Not Carmella. It wasn't your dream scenario or anything. Mm-hmm. Baron Corbin saw an opportunity, took advantage. Smackdown Live. It wasn't taped. It wasn't on a t- on a on a Tuesday, and then we saw it on a Friday, mm-hmm. where we read the results. And went, well, that's stupid. We all lived in the moment. We were there, man. Mm-hmm. And this was an epic cash in, and it didn't work out at all. No. What were your thoughts? <clears throat> uh, I was. Uh, I'm still kind of speechless about it. I. He, as I, I like I honestly I I I am I, I, just stumbling. What is happening? I, I think I may be having a stroke. Okay, but congratulations! Thank you, thank you. It's, it's my Jeff third. Jared's got the stroke. So, oh, um, did you th- assume that I meant Bret Hart for a second there? <laughs> for a second, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett's got the move, the stroke. Yeah, I, but I, I thought it's his finishing maneuver. No, not that he's he's got something terribly wrong with him. <sighs> oh, but but back to Baron Corbin. Yes, so much potential, and that's what happens. Interesting. He must have really pissed someone off backstage for that. that what do you but. mean? I think maybe some backstage politics got in the way. You think his dick was projected on the ring and then they took it away? I, th- I think so. I think his dick got projected when it shouldn't have been projected. So you think something bad happened and this was a punishment? I think so. I the the other the other probably more logical explanation is they wanted to make the John Cena Baron Corbin match have a little more weight mm-hmm. by having John Cena uh, 
involved in the cash in that failed. And now you'll see a, a Baron come out who's meaner than ever and just beats the crap out of John Cena, which allows John Cena to go off for a while and go to Raw, do whatever he needs to do. And then we see a, a tougher Baron Corbin. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's... The one that, like, I know we've talked about this before and that free TV is actually more expensive than the network, but still, like, not saving this for a SummerSlam or for the next pay-per-view seemed unusual. For every SummerSlam we get the cash-in? I think, I mean, I, I'm really thinking now we're going to get a Carmella cash-in at SummerSlam. Oh, God, no. I, too many at SummerSlam. I know. Way too many. See, that's what I'm saying. space it out. Do it at Survivor Series during the Survivor Series match. Good. I'm I'm still still saying that's where you do it. Um, I don't. What what are your what are your thoughts? Because I am lacking the ability to be coherent. Coherent during sure. this, like that's what it's done to me. What up, not Jack? What's going on? Oh, Jack Swagger in the house. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, former WWE superstar Jack Swagger here with us. Uh, I'm a worldly superstar now, so the world is my clam. Well, good for good for you, and I hope you find that oyster or that that pearl. Uh, look, see, I'm here to talk about a very... T- get out of here. I thought I was going to say something. No one wants to hear from you. Okay, look. See? Yeah. Scott, if you can just... Yeah, okay. Here's the thing. Do you happen to know what happened to a Mr. Baron Corbin that happened on SmackDown Live? I, uh, we were just talking about that. Oh, I see. Well, um, do you know that I was a former Money in the Bank winner? I do remember that. Do you know what happened with my Money in the Bank cash-in? Uh, I do, but for those who aren't or who are listening, why don't you go ahead and tell them? Well, I did it just a couple of days later on Chris Jericho, and I beat that some bitch right away, and I won the World Heavyweight Championship. And I, I remember that moment. I remember when you won the Money in the Bank match and how much difficulty you had unclipping the briefcase. It was hilarious. Uh, well, see, uh, the boys here playing a little prank. Uh, they put Crisco on it before they uh, before I was able to go up there and get it myself. So it's super slippery. I mean, that's clearly what it was. There would be no other reason why me going up there and struggling to get it than anything else would make that thing slippery. No, nothing at all. Nothing at all. Just... Some a little bit of oil, a little grease up there. Somebody must have greased that thing. Because when I went up there, I was going through the steps and I was saying, okay, step one, climb the ladder. Check. Step two, uh, secure my feet. Check. Mm-hmm. Step three, grab on to the briefcase. Check. Step four, look at the camera. Ah. Connect with the audience. Okay. Big time. It, it's a no from Triple H. Connect with the audience, which mm-hmm. I do. And then uh, step five is then undo the hook and grab the briefcase. And I tell you, I, I I forgot what I was doing there at one point, so I had to go through the steps again. I was like, step one, step two, step three, step four, step five. And somebody must have greased that thing because it was slippery. It, it was a, a, So your steps leading up to it were slippery, some slippery steps? Just, just trying to grab it. Slippery, super slippery steps is what I say. Super slippery steps. Swagger got super slippery steps at WrestleMania. And there was step one, step two, step three, step four, step, step five. One, step two, step three. Is it almost a conspiracy? It was almost... Are, can you not... No, no, I I was just... I just, just so there was there was step... Step yes, one, step, step one. two, step three, step four, step five. And it was a conspiracy against Jack Swagger. It's like somebody didn't want me to win the briefcase. Can, it's like somebody thought, this guy doesn't have what it takes. This guy doesn't have all the tools, and I assure you, I had all the tools. But surely you show them. 
Seriously. Surely. Seriously, I showed him. Sharif, you're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you see this. So, it brings me to my point of Baron Corbin. Yes, please. This guy is a big old dum-dum. This guy tries to cash in when he's got all these players running around on the side. He's got John Cena behind him. Mm Mm-hmm. He's got Shinsuke Nakamura somewhere on the ring. Mm-hmm. He's got Jinder Mahal. There's a, there's a, the, the little Bollywood boys it's hanging the around. The Singh brothers. The Singh brothers. Yes. Oh, because I didn't know they sing. Yeah. They sing songs beautifully. Oh, that's nice to sing a song. Do you, Do you like to sing? I sometimes sing. I'm a pro, currently I'm working as a professional actor, so I I'm not quite uh, working on my uh, sing song vocals at this moment. Yeah, I thought I heard a rumor that you're working on a Scorsese uh, cinematic. Uh, Supreme film. Oh, Scorsese Supreme Cinematic Films. Oh, yes. I hope they get Liam Neeson in it, too. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I'm a huge Neeson mark. Oh, we're just talking about this. So you consider yourself a mark versus a super fan. A uh, super fan? Super fan. Oh, I'm, I'm in the wrestling business, so I'm a mark. Oh, you are a mark. I'm clearly a mark. Or- so uh, Baron Corbin clearly did something to piss somebody off backstage. He did something bad. You know, if I didn't know any better, I think he he probably had, he probably did something that he shouldn't have done. Something silly? Something super silly. Super sassy silly? Super sassy silly. Do you know he's into German metal? Really? And, and rock and roll? I, I knew the rock and roll, but German metal? Yeah. You know, there's a lot of controversial stuff going on right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I think it is? What do you think? He orders the burgers at Wienerschnitzel instead of the hot dog. Whoa! Yeah. You go to Winter Central for the chili dogs, Baron Corbin. You don't get the hamburgers. I'm shocked. I am shocked, too. I am startled. I'm startled. I'm shaken. I'm shaken. Not stirred. Ah, good reference. Yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, I like that. James Bond. Uh, Look, I think he has pissed people off backstage. And I know what's happening right now. I know people are tweeting me all the time going, Look, Baron Corbin can't cut it there. He's a big man. He's not an all-American American. That's what I am. He's just a big old goofy white guy. And not me. I could step in there, take the spot, run with it. You think so? So we can just throw you up there right now. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to drop this whole acting career. I'm ready to step back into the WWE. And I'm ready to face... I'm sorry, can you say that again? I'm ready to face... Okay. Are you okay? Um, do, do you need some water or something? I could use a towel. Oh, sure. Yeah, but I'm, sure. Just, I'm an athlete, so I've been running around all the time. A lot, a lot of sweat. Oh, uh, so my sweat. And sometimes the sweat gets in my mouth. Secreting sweat. Smackdown Live. Secreting sweat against his skill tomorrow. Okay. One-on-one. Hey, if we can't do it at SummerSlam, we can do it at the Survivor Series. Ooh, SummerSlam or Survivor Series. Either one. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to step back in because Baron Corbin is the goof. He's stupid. He can't win in the money to make cash in. It's so simple. I didn't get Y2J Chris Jericho. He's a podcaster. Yeah. And we all know the podcasters are a tough, tough breed of humans. Oh, they're super tough. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. Jim Ross. Super tough guys. That's Stone Cold Podcast. That's a good one. I'm ready, to, I'm ready to step in there. I'm ready to step in and get back in the swing of things. If Vince McMahon's cool with it, of course. I don't want to piss him off or nothing. No, that's the last thing anyone would want to do. I don't want to do that. I don't want to step on any toes. You don't want to step on toes? You don't want to slap him in the I, face? I don't want to slap, slap him. No. No. I don't want to get his nuts tied up in a knot. 
Mm-mm. No one do any of that. But I'm just putting it out there. I know this is a show that I show up on a lot. And I'm just letting it be known. Oh, that's weird. Somebody got stuff all over the microphone here. Yeah, don't worry. We'll uh, don't worry about that. Uh, that's uh, that's something we'll just clean up later. It's what part- is this thing? What is this little device around the microphone? Uh, it, it's uh. You know, just to make sure our, our, our voice is coming clearly, and uh, no, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch it. You no, wouldn't touch it. No. It doesn't have a particular name. No, 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 no name. It's sort of a little round cylinder thing that seems to be uh, guarding uh, the microphone against uh, some, I don't know, something, some sort of material. Yeah, from like from people trying to steal it. You see, like you can't reach. Oh, hold on, let me try. See, I can't get it. You can't get it. Oh, it's like a money in the bank briefcase. But you got that. I got it. Oh, those boys, I tell you, with their ribs. <laughs> Ribbon boys. Ribbon boys. Okay, well, guys, I got to get going. So just uh, yeah, see you on the flip side. We'll, we'll see you in another time, shortly but surely, sincerely, goodbye. Okay, see you later. It's a spit guard. I, I, <sighs> it's a spit guard that's around the microphone I, because this, is, this thing is drenched now. I know. I kind of egged him on with saying a lot of S words. Well, thankfully, he's not quick enough to understand and get it. No. 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 But he was quick enough to get that briefcase after five minutes. Yes. So you give him enough time, he'll figure it out, and the WWE Network can edit it on down. I know, right? If if you've never seen it, well, you'll never see him struggle with it again. No, because they are edit happy on that that network. So Baron Corbin, here's what I'll say about it. Please. I think it is one of the best things that could ever happen to him. Really? Yeah. I don't think it's a punishment at all. I think it is character development for mm-hmm. him, for him to go nuts, for him to go crazy, to sooner be the lone wolf, to be to have reason to hate Shinsuke, to have reason to hate Jinder Mahal, to have reason to hate John Cena. And I'm hoping at SummerSlam, he goes nuts and puts Cena in an ambulance. I, I think if that is what I'm also hoping, like he just destroys Cena, Cena takes some time off. Shoots his movies, does whatever he needs to do. Mm-hmm. I, I know they're uh, they are mentioning him to do some raw shows coming up. I think he's, like the next raw pay per view he's listed on the card, mm-hmm. um, or at least will be appearing. But yeah, if if we see Baron come out, just destroy Cena like we've never seen anyone like not since Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way you redeem it, and then it's like okay, now I see what they're doing. But if you have Cena win that match, then it, it makes me question, like, who did who did Baron Corbin show his penis to that he shouldn't have? But I don't. I I, I think it's it's too late to assume that it's anything bad because everyone's looking at Baron now. Everyone's intrigued of what's going to happen. Everyone knows that he lost. He's going to get razzed by the crowd. Like, there's so much potential here over the next six months or year that he could be the guy who doesn't care about wins and losses. He just starts pummeling people left and right. He maybe no shows things. You know, Ooh. it could be anything. Like. I don't look at it as a blunder or a failure or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Time will tell, but I think it could be huge for him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I will definitely agree with you that I think it's too early to really say what if it's like the most brilliant thing they could have done mm-hmm. or they're punishing him. SummerSlam is going to really inform us of, okay, this is why he lost okay. the cash-in. Could be. So ne- next time next time we do a, re- a recording session, we come back to this and say... We'll see. We'll see the, the next chapter of Corbin... Mm-hmm. But we haven't even touched on the women's matches yet. I know. How chauvinistic of us. Right? I said I was looking forward to Naomi versus Natalia. I feel like two unsung uh, female wrestlers that are going to get their due. Or they won't. They'll get two minutes and 
moved right along. Yeah, I could see them getting two minutes. James Ellsworth comes down, causes a distraction. Carmella cashes in. No, that's terrible. You can't do both within a week. Uh, we'll see what happens. No, they're gonna. I think they're stretching this out. I think they're stretching out Carmella. Yeah, I think Naomi wins this match, holds on to the belt for a while. But I could also see them having her cash in at some point. No. Well, okay, yeah, sure. It's the, the, in the vaguest of terms. <laughs> at some point, Carmella will cash in. Within the calendar year of when she won the briefcase, she will cash it in. I just realized something. Because she technically won the briefcase after the Money in the Bank preview, she, she can has, hold on to it. She has like an extra two weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there could be... So potentially you could have two women holding Money in the Bank briefcases. That would be interesting. Right? Hmm. Oh, WWE, I hope you're listening to this one. Yeah, tweet him that one, buddy. Yeah. Okay, and then who takes the Universal Championship? Oh. We got Brock Lesnar. We got Roman Reigns. We got Samoa Joe. We got Braun Strowman. Who's walking away with it? For the love of God, anyone but Roman Reigns. Um, My heart says Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. My brain says Brock Lesnar retains. What do your kidneys say? Samoa Joe. What does your uh, thorax say? Uh, dusty finish. Hmm. What does your uh, tailbone say? Uh, tailbone doesn't say anything, but my anus says Roman Reigns. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. How about you? how about you? What do you got there? Brock Lesnar, man. Yeah, I, I think he retains this. I hope so. I mean, I'm I'm okay really with any of these people winning. Mm-hmm. I'd love it if Samoa Joe won, and Braun Strowman would be super cool, and Roman Reigns. I would just be happy for whoever it is that beats him. Yeah. <laughs> and for him getting booed more. But I really hope Brock retains. I don't want him to go. I don't want him to go to UFC. But at the same time, I do. It'd be awesome. He's going to go to UFC, but he still has some time left on his UFC suspension. So, yeah. I think we're going to get him until WrestleMania. I think that's when his contract ends. And then he's just back and doing the UFC things. It's just, like, the earliest you could do a UFC match, I believe, is like June or July of next year. I think you're right. Yeah. By the time his suspension's over and by the time he trains. Like, that. Like So, we're basically a year away. So, they're not going to have him drop it and then go away. Mm-hmm. So, I, I really think Brock is going to retain, which gives me a little more hope that Shinsuke wins because I don't think you're going to have both belts retained. I'm hoping. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, there will be at least a title change. There has to be. There ha- So, what are the likely title changes? Actually, I'll, I'll tell you, I know the one that's most likely. Yeah? That would be the Raw Tag Team Championships. Uh Oh, right. Yes, yeah. we didn't even talk about that. No, we just skipped ahead of that one. Oh, man. This is the best fisting angle I've ever seen. Fists and everywhere. Yeah, they're just, just like, fist me. No, uh, no, fist me. No, oh. I'll fist you. Come on, let's fist each other. Fist each other. This and they're never like, fisting at the right time. I'm fisting in a European way. And man, when they finally fisted each other, the crowd went nuts. Mm-hmm. They fisted each other right on Raw. Such a big release when they finally fisted. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why I love Raw. Because of all the fisting? All the fisting. It's the best. Finally. You don't get that on SmackDown. No, you don't get any fisting on SmackDown. Zero fisting on SmackDown. And that's why Roman Reigns gets booed, because he's not fisting anybody. Yeah, he just like sort of sticks it out there. and It's not happening. Yeah, no one wants to see you fist yourself. Yeah, that's that's lame. They want to see you fist your best friends. Yeah, right? you come back together and you want to fist each other, just like Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins do. Yeah, yeah. I think they're, they're going to fist each other, and I think they're going to win the belts. And that's a hell of a celebration right there. Oh, just... Like three hours of fisting. Mm-hmm. 
I'd pay to watch it. I'd pay nine ninety nine to watch that. Would you pay a normal cable bill to watch it? Because that's more. That is. That's technically more. Mm-hmm. You always get me on that. But also, the normal cable bill does have several other channels versus one for nine ninety nine. True. But it's what you pay. It, it's true. I'm not cutting the cord yet. Not yet. No. Yeah, it's hard. It's it's tough. I, I watch a lot of sports, and sports are the one thing that it's still the streaming isn't there yet for. They don't have the proper networks of their own proper proper networks uh, like the stream quality is much better but there's too much denigration that happens and mm-hmm. sports you want clear and yeah it's it's just not there yet but once they master sports that's when i'll be cutting the cord okay yeah um but you got a party you're gonna be celebrating gonna summer s- slam's happening yeah we're gonna have we're gonna have a couple drinks i may make some nachos oh i'm making uh, a nacho it's basically like a nacho casserole really it is delicious like so please, please describe. Yeah, I'll, I'll walk everyone through how I make this. This is this is great cooking with cooking with Sharif. Is this named yet? I call it the Nasser Nachos. Okay, that's good. I was gonna say maybe a wrestling name, but I like the Nasser Nachos. Nasser Nachos. Please tweet out the recipe for the for the listeners, and maybe the Nasser Nachos will be made. I will. It's really simple. Okay, go over quick. So I start off with some ground turkey instead okay. of ground beef, so it's a little healthier. Sure. I get some taco seasoning. Throw that. Grill that up until it's ready to go. I dice uh, green pepper, dice some onions, get a bag of chips, open it up, get like a... What kind of chips do you go with? Uh, I go with the round tortilla chips. The one, like a particular in, brand? I'm blanking on the brand, but it's like, you would recognize, it's a recognizable bag. It's a brown, like it's a brown bag that we have all over Los Angeles. Okay. I want to say it maybe begins with an L. Like if you saw that, like if you see the bag, you'd be like, oh, that one. Oh, okay. I'm blanking okay. on it. Um, so I use those ones. So, layer of chips, ground turkey that's cooked, veggies, cheese. Veggies? Yeah, yeah. What kind of veggies? The, the green pepper and the onions. Oh, okay, okay. And I use a sweet onion. A sweet onion? Yes. A too sweet onion? Oh! Too sweet life. onion. For okay. life. Um, then a layer of cheese. I usually go with Colby Jack, my favorite cheese. Okay. And then another layer of chips, meat, veggies, cheese. Pop that into the oven at 450 for 15 minutes. Pull it out. You got some Nasser nachos. Are they goozly? They're... Or is it more like you're you're forking a knife in it? You you can you can definitely eat it with your hands. Okay. Um, but I've had people use fork and a knife. Okay. Um yeah, it's it's not all over the place. It's pretty well contained. Okay. It's it's a delicious thing. One of these days I'll have to make it for you. How many does it serve? Oh, it can serve plenty. Um you could easily, if I cut it, maybe ten. Ten. If, if we stretch it out, if everyone just gets a little bit. No. What does it normally serve? Uh, I think if you're taking a like, if a we decent... want to get people full, four to five. Okay, we'll get f- full on this. Okay, okay. That's that's what I'm looking for. Not like, yeah. well, you could give a little morsel to people. Yeah, if we're doing a little potluck. No, we're talking. We're talking. People get fed. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. Do, do you have any go-to wrestling foods that you like to make? No. <laughs> No. Just get you some McDonald's and you're happy. Yeah, uh, any any food at a wrestling thing is is okay by me. Um, but I'm I'm excited for it. And what else you got going on? Any other plugs? Any other yeah, let's, things let's, people can look forward to? Once again, I'll keep plugging Eats Dash Uber Snasser for Uber Eats or Uber Snasser. If you want to take your first Uber ride, you get so, you get a free ride. I get something. It'll be great. You can follow me at Twitter at the Nasser. Uh, thank you for my 30 followers. And 
hey, I will definitely be doing some live tweeting this Summerfest, so watch out. It's going to be good. We're going to be talking about a lot of Enzo Morris' penis. <laughs> uh, you can watch some of my videos at youtube.com slash thenasser and get on the lookout because I may be uploading some new stuff here soon. Ooh, any preview of what it might be? I think I'm going to be playing a little more Binding of Isaac. Ah. I, I, I like doing that game. And then uh, we'll, we'll see. There's a couple games I'm looking at that I'm like... I think it's time to dust that off. Okay. Maybe take even some requests if the audience is asking. I absolutely love requests. Okay. Yeah. Most okay. most of my non most every basically every non binding of Isaac video was a request from someone. Works for me. Absolutely. What and what do you got going? I know there's one big thing going on right now. After Buzz TV SmackDown Live After Show. No. Uh yeah, I mean that of course happens every week. It's super fun to do. Uh check it on youtube.com slash afterbuzz TV and of course on iTunes as well. And of course on your mark, youtube.com slash on your mark show. This week's guest, Leva Bates, returns. But backstage at Impact Wrestling, and uh things go sour quickly. Man, Oof. Marky Extreme and Leva Bates just do not get along. Mm-mm. But she loves her some Skeeter Skyflyer. She said it. She says she loves Skeeter. She said that. She said it. What? So it's a it's a great episode to say the least. And next week's episode uh, is gonna be <laughs> unprecedented. You're not gonna want to mess out on that. That's all I can say right now. It's gonna be a hell of a doozy. But this week, as I've said in the past. The feature film, Dave Made May, is my first feature film that I've ever been in. It's a boyhood dream come true. Um, I'm, I'm beyond thrilled that it's out in theaters. It is available for pre-order on DVD and Blu-ray. And you can buy it on or rent it on Amazon, Fandango Now, Google Play, and iTunes. It is available right now as you're hearing this. So you can watch it and check DaveMainAmaze.com. Look for screenings to see if it is playing in your town in the theater. It's playing out here in Los Angeles and many other theaters as well all throughout the country and Canada. So go check it out. See it. Steve Sears wrote it. I'm in it. John Morrison's in it. It's very exciting. I don't know what I'm doing tonight. What? Watching Dave Made a Maze. No. I think I will. Are you? Yeah, if, it's, if, I, can get, if I can pull it up on uh, the old iTunes or if I can get it. It's there. I, I, I've, I've been wanting to check it out. Phil, Phil Ranta is at the showing in Los Angeles right now. That's true. He's there opening night right now as we record this. He's, he's heading there, and I have many other friends that are going to go check it out. I'm going to see it a couple more times this week, um, and so it'll be... It'll be, a, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. I need to watch it tonight, otherwise I'm not going to be able to watch it for a while. <laughs> Game of Thrones! Game of Thrones. And I'm going to Disneyland tomorrow, so if you're... Uh, this won't be out then. This won't be out then, no. so if if I bumped into you at Disneyland, <laughs> awesome, but uh, won't be there. So, that's it. If, can I say one serious thing? Of course. Get well, Ric Flair. Get well. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a bummer with, uh, with all the health conditions of Ric Flair right now, but that guy has been through so much... I think he can make it through this one as well. Styling and profiling the whole way. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Sharif Nasser. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. Hey, 